Welcome to Kicks of the Trade, a weekly podcast stepping into sneaker culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kelsey Cristiano, and I'll be joined every week by Chris Holloway. Join us as we unbox the sneaker lifestyle and dish on new and trending fashion throughout the Kicks universe. For avid sneaker enthusiasts and even the casual sneaker fan, Kicks of the Trade is your one-stop shop for sneaker tips and tricks of the trade. Welcome to season two of Kicks of the Trade. We're back, new season, new hosts, new topics. Hey, we getting after it. I'm with our new co-host, Renee Umberto. Say what's up to what's the up, people. Y'all? Yeah. What's going on, everybody? I'm ready to start 2022 with y'all and impart my intel and knowledge and my excitement and passion for anything Kicks related. Let's go, let's go. So I feel like for the new season, it's only right that we talk about last year. What shoes were hot, what shoes flopped, top 10. So we're going to go to a whole rundown and do the 2021 review. Um, so I feel like that's a, the perfect way to start the new season, what we're looking forward to in 2022. So I think we should start. Where do you want to start? How you feeling today? Since you're um, here, what you feeling like? I feel like we should start on a higher note. Okay. Uh, let's start on with what really stood out. Okay. And then and then we'll bring them back down with a little lull of what we did not like. Okay. Okay. And then we'll bring them back up with what we're excited for. Right, right, right. Yeah. right, right. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. So let's so last year a lot of heat came out. Um some not so much. What is your top five hottest sneakers of twenty twenty one? Start from five, go to one, one being your sneaker of the year. So what we'll do is you'll give your your number five and I'll give my number five. We'll talk about why you think it's five. And then we'll go all down to one and then recap our whole list. How you think? Hey, yeah, let's do that. So what's your number five? My number five is actually on my foot right now. Okay, okay. Um, so and, and I recently joined this club, so... A little bias here, but honestly, before I um, would have nominated this, I kind of wanted it out of my bias support for this person. Mm-hmm. But once they were on my foot, I was like, oh, these are different. This is not just any old house shoe per se. And I got a variety of house shoes um, that I've just kind of collected over the past year. Um, the leader up until then for me at home was the nike offline collection okay and and then once i got these on my foot i was like this is something totally different so coming in at number five the yeezy slides okay Yeezy slide you came out of left field with that one okay in whatever colorway you can get these i would recommend getting these. if you're somebody that does your cardio or is just on your feet all day and you don't want to walk barefoot when you get home because you need to take care of your feet. A lot of people don't take care of their feet. You're right they, about that. Especially they, men. Yeah. Men don't take care of their feet, in my opinion. They got to, man. It's like like I work where I'm at at work, like I'm on my feet like eight hours. And then when I'm not at work, I'm just running around, taking care of the dogs, taking them outside, uh, doing house labor, doing cardio, running. Mm-hmm. So I beat my feet up. So anytime I'm just neutral around the house, I want my feet to relax and recover. This is perfect. This is the perfect, perfect house shoe. It's all one injection mold. Mm -hmm. It's 
and I know some people are like, oh, I probably know what that feels like. I know what a croc feels nah, like. Nah, nah, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Because there I is a, this, there's a natural him. bounce in here that is almost like a gymnast mat. Like, crocs are okay. Um, we'll talk about those later. Uh, but just the feel and bounce and support back on these, I don't know the tech of everything that went in here. I know that there is a product push or a, a tag push in marketing to say that these were made in the U.S. They're not. They're made in China. <laughs> and that's kind of one of the ways you can tell if they're real or not. That it'll say made in China and the model and size in here. Um, but yeah, as soon as I tried them on, I ended up uh, doing a trade and exchange over at a uh, local store, Endless Supply. Shout out them. Shout out Michael Portone. Shout out Endless um, Supply. Yeah, endless supply over on uh, Franklin in River North. Uh, but yeah, I tried this on in the store. I wasn't sure because Adidas is always wishy-washy. Yeah, especially with their sizing. And, but this size 11 actually tapered my foot perfectly because I'm 11 and everything else. And these have been on my foot nonstop. I do not wear these with socks because the socks bunch up, but yeah. barefoot, this... It's, it's like a second alien skin on your foot and so comfortable. I cannot recommend these enough. If you can get them for retail, tell me your secret. But I had to trade some stuff to be able to get this one. And I have no regrets. This is my feet. Thank me for having this. That's so my number was, five. That's your number five. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not mad about that. That I have a pair um, for me. I, my sentiments exactly like I'm not a, I'm not a toes out guy. But like you said, you can't wear socks with those. Um, but like I wore them out to like, uh, I was on vacation somewhere and I wore them out and I was like, man, I want to wear these like out. Like when I went to to like out, out, like when I went to the pool and they're so easy to maintain. Like you just rinse some water on them and they're like clean again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have to agree. Um, that is not my number five though. My number oh. five is in that same family though. I, this is a whole new, brand new silhouette. Um, just some alien type vibes, but I like it. Um, like I said, I've always felt like he's a revolutionary in terms of his designs, his thought process, Kanye. Um, but I go with the Yeezy 450s. Um, really? Yeah, I love the 450, yeah. man. Like, I wish I could get a pair so I could try them so I can just give that rundown that you did. But I just love how like, the 450 still has that like Yeezy type mesh vibe, but yeah. like it still has that solidness of like embracing your foot. And um, I love the 450. People say they look like uh, dumplings, which I can see. Um, but I think that just, uh, <laughs> I just think it's a yeah. fire shoe. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be a shoe we'll look back on it later and be like, man, Kanye hit a home run with this. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was, it was a no brainer. I tried to go after every color. I end up striking out. Uh, if I could catch it on a pretty low resale, I, I'll go after it. And you know me, I'm not a fan of like the resale, but mm -hmm. I wanted this shoe a lot. And I think it's number five for me in, in 2021. Just yeah. bringing a new silhouette. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would, I would vouch the uniqueness of that because I definitely keep an eye out for that. I as well struck out trying to get these, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. Um, but... I feel like they've been re-releasing these in little batches here and there. I know, and I'm hoping they go to like, cause like to me, yeah. Easy runs small, so I need a 16. 
That's true. So if yeah. anybody's listening, size 16 in the 450s, I'll take any color. Do they make them up to that size? Yeah, they do, actually. Uh, okay. They do. Because they oh. actually do something weird. Like, they skip. Uh, they go to 14. They skip 15 for I don't know why. And they go straight to 16. I wonder if they go to, like, average sizes or, like, round out at a certain I guess. Point. So, like, yeah, even sizes, yeah. I never thought about it like that, but I guess huh. so. All right. Well, I definitely can jump into my number four. Okay. Uh, for me, and... I'll, I'll start off by saying I do not have these shoes. Uh, I don't uh, have, I have one of the shoes on my list. You have just one? Just one. Uh, I, I have, I'm in the works in getting this shoe, but it's going to take a lot of supply I have here, possibly. Uh, for me, it's the Fragment Design Collaboration Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 Retro Low. It's just I controversy aside with what that man went through this year. That is a beautiful shoe for the most part. Like because on design and impact alone, that makes it my number four. Because for the longest time, the big holy grail was the fragment Air Jordan one. Correct. Foil yes. black, that little the little branding of the mm -hmm. Thunderbolt. And then with just the impact Travis Scott pre-controversy. Um, yeah, with the impact that he had on Jordan brand and Nike and his already like feverish following, he was able to kind of give consumers another chance to get their hands on a frag, a, a frag in the same almost style color where the blue is lighter, but making it his own and mm -hmm. almost make it and making it way more attractive and sexier than the fragment air jordan one uh, just the vanilla tones the switching of the logo like the placement the sizing uh it, it just the placement of the panels and the choices on where the colors were going to go and how it was going to complement each other where they were going to do these abstract patches and stitching and also where they chose to just keep it classic and basic. I thought yeah. it was a perfect collaboration of like modern and, and classic. Classic. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and you know I, what? Like, I think, I think that uh, Nike and Jordan, uh, they saw a big boost in their sales of every other Air Jordan one low after this. Absolutely. That that's a great point. Um, because I don't think the first one had that impact, like the first Travis Scott. The brown lows. one? Yeah, yeah, I don't think it had that impact on the rest of the lows. But I will agree with you on that. Like, because after that release, then you started seeing lows end up on the sneakers app or like the resell of the lows really going up. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. It really, that and then the 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 uh, neutral gray 85s. I think those yeah. two shoes really helped yeah. lows this year, like push it like, okay, it's not a mid, so I could wear this. So yeah, I think that whole stigma of mids is um, keeps people away from them, but not the lows so much. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw. I mean, given the controversy still kind of trickling its fallout, but in a world where none of that happened, I felt like they were gonna do a mid with Travis Scott, Ooh, and that would so? and that also would have blown up their all their mid sales across the board because if they're if they're a stats person and they have someone that's really good at their job if i'm noticing this there's no reason someone in that office shouldn't notice this that's true. they should they should be like hey 
all our sales across the board on Lowe's that used to be sitting two years ago, that we used to have to send to Marshalls, to TJ Maxx, to yeah. Nike Outlet. Now they're all being sold out. All of them are being yeah. sold out. Yeah. Any like, hey, second chance from Nike.com to catch these copies again, all sell out again. Yeah. So, so if they see the impact this person has on whatever he touches, it would be silly for them not to have done a Travis Scott well, mid. But what about what about the Travis? What was the? Did he do the thirty twos? Yeah. Which Jordan did he? Thirty twos? Don't well, don't you have those? I have the Travis Scott thirty. Uh, I always get the number wrong, I and I feel dumb. Travis Scott thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Those I don't think those helped that sell of that shoe though either. That's tricky. So that was kind of a fluke because um, I bought those at the Jordan store in downtown Chicago mm-hmm. at retail. And I went in and they just had it on display at the front of the store. And I had been reading about this model. And like I said, I'm a visual style function person first before I'm like, how much is this going to flip for? Mm-hmm. Who else is yeah. going to want this? What's the hype right. behind this? That's always like way up at the end of my list. Like if I see something, I'm like, this is really, really cool. This is unique. I usually buy it. And it speaks to my closet. You are like that. Yeah. Cause yeah. I just see like, you have a very uh, eclectic taste. I would say as like most sneakerheads, like your taste is very different. Yeah. And people are like, oh, like, I, like I said at um, one of the previous times you and I talked, uh, people, they just like buy all one model. Mm-hmm. They'll see my closet and they're like, well, why are you getting that? You can't flip that later. And I'm like, I'm not trying to flip it later. Right, like, right, right. And that's what I get. I get a lot of that. Everyone's like, um, well, why would you get that shoe? Or why do you get that shoe? And I'm just like, well, I actually like the shoe. Like, it's not like I'm trying to always make a profit or turn a profit. Actually, I really don't sell many shoes um, that I, I get. The only time I really sell them is I don't get my own size. But I usually right. cop for myself. Right. Um, because like I like it and then my size is super rare so I don't have that luxury to always try to flip everything I get and like most of my shoes are Jordans and Nikes because the sizing so if I get something that's like kind of different outside of those wheelhouses I'm all over it like the fear of God's like that was an opportunity that I got that I had to jump on and I couldn't risk flipping just have some like diversity in my closet because I'm big on the diversity in my closet yeah and here's a, since we brought the model up, here's just a quick, like, personal uh, endorsement of the 34. It is a perfect athletic shoe. I I don't know if I would go as far as saying, like, hey, run, do cardio in these or, like, play a full game four quarters of basketball. But, like, for the gym, for just, like, any type of, like, a hiking stuff, it's a great, great shoe. It stabilizes your foot the the lacing technique on it is very revolutionary where it has a release tab on the side almost like an ejection uh tab for like a plane like a plane seat and it has this pull tab on the front where you pull it up and it turns the gears that are underneath the soles tightens the sneaker and and it and it locks it so it's like a very manual like artistic way and as soon as um and then you you strap in so it almost feels like you're an Air Force pilot, but see, just for your it, shoe. See, you think of it like that. And for me being like a former basketball player, I think of it as like, oh, it gives me a lot of stability on the court for like when I make these movements. 
and when I make these like cuts and stuff like that. So like yeah. that's what I think about that when I see that shoe. It's like yeah. okay, cool. It gives me a lot of stability and movement when I make basketball moves. So it when I would uh, cause like I'll play basketball at the gym and I'll like kind of bounce around here and there and jump. But it's also perfect for weightlifting. It's perfect for like any general athletic movements. The 34 is awesome. And yeah. the Travis Scott colorway in that, it's also very cool. If you like those kind of bold autumnal fall colors, yeah. it, it goes with everything. Because it even has that like streak of like yellow, neon yellow highlighter and the white where it like opens up the options of the wardrobe even more. So just a quick little shout out to that tree while we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. My number four is, I'm going to take it to a guy, a Chicago native, another Chicago native actually, which is super rare you hear on a sneaker list besides if it's not Michael Jordan. Uh, I'm going to go to Joe Fresh Goods, uh, the New Bounce 990s V3s. The okay. outside clothes, I like mm-hmm. those a lot. And he really brought a resurgence back to New Bounce very strong. And I'm glad they did a lot of collaboration. Absolutely. I don't feel like they even missed on a collab with Joe Fresh Goods and New Bounce. Like, they're hitting home runs every single time, even on like the that 990. Like, I, I dare to say he made it popular just the 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 shoe itself with New Balance. Like, I'm seeing like like everybody wear a 990, and then they doing like other collabs with um with other companies on the 990s. So mm-hmm. I shout out to Joe Fresh and that the outside clothes is like very like summer that summer transition to fall type color. It's like a tan with like a turquoise. Yeah. So like I like that as a transition. And I think it's a perfect like Chicago summer to fall sneaker. Um, like you said, you talk a lot about the textiles. It's like a suede, a suede type of uh, vibes. So mm-hmm. I'm a super fan of that shoe. Um, I'm a super fan of Joe Fresh Goods and what he's doing. Uh, they really hit a home run getting him on board. Don't be, I wouldn't be shocked if somebody tried to steal him up and snatch him up and Bring him to like a Nike or like an, an Adidas. Well, he's a free agent, no? Yeah, I think so. He, he can do what he wants. Uh, and they kind of, Nike fumbled the bag in terms of free agents when it came to Lorenzo. And yeah, because like, but I, I'm curious to see, that'll be another topic for the show, but I'm curious to see what he does with his basketball because I haven't seen much yet. And I think my whole thing is with Adidas basketball is the shoes are not wearable off the court. Yeah, like I just don't think they have that appeal off the court, but I just think a lot of modern basketball shoes don't have that now. Mm-hmm. So that's just a whole different conversation in itself. What's mm-hmm. your number three? My number three. Uh, for my number three, this is I'm where actually... it gets tight. This is where it gets yeah. tight. You had to cut people. Yeah, this is uh something I had an eye my eye on for a little bit, and um, I had to do some sales and trades to be able to make that happen too. I like how you're uh, willing to deal. Yeah. So this was like an investment I want to make. And we talked about the, um, well, we talked about it off camera a little bit in yeah. terms of uh, the don't give, don't give them too much yet. <laughs> no, not too much. Not too much. But it's this will allude to why this is my number three. Okay. Um, it is uh, the Nike Dunk Ambush Ooh. Royal. And the reason I went with this shoe is it is woman woman led woman designer collaboration so and they're doing big things out in korea i believe ambush shout out ambush just the attitude and sleekness of this shoe where it can stand side to side with an air jordan one classic uh a nike dunk high 
um, or even like even the Nike SB dunks in terms of layering and comfort, it, it, it just belongs. It came in, it, it came in with a few different colorways first and people were kind of like, ah, maybe a little bit like that fuchsia magenta color, mm-hmm. lime, the black, black one was sleek and nice. But like I said, I have a lot of black shoes. I have a lot of white shoes. I don't have enough Royals. So this to me was like, this is the closest I'm going to get to a fragment one. Right. But very happy that this is in my closet because just way more personality. You got the aged midsole. So you can play with different lace options if you want to. And that's a sleeper right there. Sleeper. Super, super comfortable shoe. Kind of takes a nod to the Zoom Comfort Ones, Mm -hmm. um, which they uh, notoriously only make in women's sizes. So unless you are like a 10 and a half or lower in men's, you cannot wear those and experience the comfort of the Air Jordan 1 Zoom Comfort line. So this is a way that the ambush uh, creators uh, found a sneaky way to give us that comfort. And it's just so sleek. It goes with, um, I would recommend matching your denims to that. But the outfit combinations on this are crazy. It comes with uh, blue laces that match the royal. It comes with black laces. I like the way the yellow laces look because it lets the rest of the shoes stand out and have its identity. I didn't think about that. In, yeah, So that's usually what I do with like shoes that are very crazy and sexy looking like this i will match the lace to the tongue so everything else could pop take, yeah everything else will pop and yeah. there's this there's a little sleek um protruding i forgot the term an embossed or is that like yeah 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 no like i think yeah yeah you're right so there's like the ambush on the back is just super super cool. See, I like the exaggerated swooshes a lot on those. Yeah, and I don't know if the viewers can see if they've never seen it in person. It does stick out. Yeah. So it, it looks like a little car antenna. Uh huh. It, or like, just... you know what? It reminds me of the Duke Blue Devil. Like his, it gives me that Duke Blue Devil vibe. Yeah. I like. You know, I I'm not a Duke fan, but I don't hate him either. So. Yeah, and I don't know if you can see me. I can put my hand behind it. There's all these like almost panels that are like built together and protrude and indent. So this shoe has layers. It's and it's something that I haven't seen with other Nike shoes, where it's like, yeah, you have your panels, but they're all pretty uniform and the same. This shoe does not hesitate to stick out and protrude. Go in, have the logo mm-hmm. stick out, have this top stick out. So it it's just. Every angle you look at this shoe is just a very fashionable designer, like Easter egg. See, for me, it's, it's simple, but it's complex at the same time. Yeah. And I like that about it. So I like where you went with that. So yeah. I'm going to go with, so this shoe that I'm going with right now is, it hits two categories for me. It's my number three on my top five list, but also we don't have this, but I'm going to, I'm going to bring it out right now. I think it's the most underrated shoe of 2021. And I'm going to go with the patchwork threes. Nice. So this shoe, like now my foot is a little bit bigger than Renee. So yeah, <laughs> um, I got to bring it back a little bit, but, <laughs> but you talk about like textures and different layers and just combinations and stuff like that, man, I think this shoe hits the mark for me. Um, and what I like about it the most, to be honest with you, it like allows you to customize it. So you got there and you can add like your own Jumpman 
like the I didn't know that. On that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that either until yeah. so I started looking into it. So like you can make it, and I'm a fan of. I like the back of the threes with the the Nike instead mm-hmm. of the Jumpman sign. Right. So I like that feature of it. Also, what I like about it is like it has you that hint of orange, so it gives you like that. It has like almost like a silky inside. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just a lot of that like that camo type military vibe like you don't have to be down with the military but what it reminds me of and i think this is what I, this is like the hype beast culture if this shoe was undefeated everybody go crazy if they say oh this is an undefeated three oh everybody's like oh, i got a cop got a cop got a cop. right yeah so i'm kind of glad it didn't because um it allows me to get it mm-hmm. but also i think this would be a shoe that we look back on later and we'll be like man this shoe was really slept on and yeah. that's why I put it so high because the thing is it brought a lot of different elements to Jordan that yeah. I think they needed to start doing, like really just kind of getting outside their comfort zones and getting outside like the black and reds and just those basic colors. And it really just yeah. take a challenge with something different. Very just see how it sticks. Yeah. yeah. See how it sticks. Yeah. Just different textures on the shoe. Like I don't, there's no leather on this shoe whatsoever. See the suede canvas or like a, not a new buck. It's just hard to describe like a ballistic, type material so yeah. it does give you that military vibe but i don't know i like it a lot that's yeah, like a, a khaki on the tongue it's a smooth shoe man so and it's and the thing is you can get it still and not have to pay like an arm and a leg for it which i i'm very happy about so that's my number three and most underrated shoe of 2021 nice that's a good one man yeah yeah you'll bring something out that's it. Top, two. It top two top two top two all right this is the shoe that is also on my yet to get list, but coming in at number two for me was the Jordan Four Guava collaboration with Union in LA. Oh, I forgot about those. The I forgot col- about them. the color on that is just so like eye catching. I the three times I've seen it on foot. I've just like broken my neck and just stared at it. It just those like vanilla tones with that like neon power blue, like that sour patch blue, that fuchsia or that like bright pink, just those elements all married together, the the netting that cross anytime I've seen that shoe, I was just like, because that, that shoe, it, it comes out in a lot of models that just end up in Nike outlets. And as soon as I saw that that was being planned, I was just like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this shoe. And, and I was right. Any <laughs> release or raffle was not able to get it. It quickly shot up. It was the dominating colorway because uh, they released a few. Yeah, it was. And, and for me, just like, a perfect blend of like, like I took it as like a nod to like early nineties, really colorful neon, mm. like neon placement in fashion and advertisement, Nickelodeon. Yeah, like, maybe like even like late eighties. Yeah, just this this fear, this just non-fear of using these bright colors on what's usually a very basic Mm-hmm. colorway like blues blacks whites reds like you said like very like two-toned one-dimensional and it just popped and i was like hot that they were able to come out with a colorway and design mm-hmm. 
to make this like already classic shoe even better ha have even more breath for like the next decade um being like wow you can revitalize this shoe yeah i thought it was worthy of number two and just like how attractive that shoe is um definitely earned its number two for me okay i like that i, I don't i'm not mad about that choice actually yeah. if i probably reworked it it probably found its way on like maybe my number five mm. um i'm gonna go with number two my number two is your number four i'm gonna go to travis scott uh one low as well the frag um mm. i saw that shoe in person and just the quality of leather was way better than I even thought. Like right. that, that butter soft. Um, I call it that shattered backboard leather on that check. Yeah. And it's not like a white, it's like more of like an off-white cream. Yeah. And it just hits so perfect with that blue. And it's just ah, uh, I don't know. That shoe is like, oh, uh, that shoe was beautiful when I saw it in person. It made me even more pissed off that I didn't get it when I saw it in person. So I was like, I think you you made it sound way better than I did. But um, it's number two for me because when I saw it, I just like, I seriously considered like, hey, is like twelve hundred too much for sneakers? So I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I can't pull it. Yeah, yeah. But no, I can. I, but like, it makes you think though. It like, like it's a nice and it's a shoe that's going to continue to get better over time. Yeah, it, so. the leather on it reminds me of like my dad's leather jackets in the early 90s yeah like that nice like, leather though like just a nice plump yeah leather yeah. that's smooth like mm -hmm. yeah and the thing is the leather on the check is not the same leather on the rest of the shoe which i like too it's like yeah i like it gives it that depth like you talked about earlier so mm -hmm. and that number one that numero uno i think we both might have the same number one maybe what's I, your number one uh i guess mine is my answer is a little layered right okay let's um, so my number one is the off-white nike dunk low the 50 collection Ooh, okay um but specifically the hairy leather versions um okay. the ones that are just all leather mm -hmm. for some reason not a fan not a fan of them doesn't matter what the color combinations were in them but the hairy leather, as uh, Virgil advertised it, it just, it's crazy how one little detail will make me like either like, I'm, I pass on this shoe, I don't need it, I'll just flip it to, wow, I gotta have this shoe. So this like nice, like suede, rough suede, hairy leather mm -hmm. um, with just those odd combinations where the white and the gray is the base. But just tinkering with the accessories of the shoe, the little branding, the little like rubber what numbers. What number was that they, one? There's a there's a few. Okay. Uh, so the I actually thought one was the most boring looking. One. It was the most basic. That's what I thought. Yeah. Number but one I think in Harry, fifty. I didn't I think if I had it, but I think those ones had the most value though. They do, but. Like I if somebody it, was like, do you want this one or do you want lot 14, 15, 17, 36, or 38? I'd be like, give me those because this one looks basic. Right, like, right, right. I wish I could figure out what numbers it were because I knew know what you were talking about because I think one of them had like purple accents on them. Another one had like a turquoise accent on them. So yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. I'm just not sure which colors. I like how you went with there. Like your number one was like, yeah, it was layers. Yeah. It's it's layered because um, they all have the same base except for like number fifty. Number fifty is black and mm. like purple, but it's this like 
that that rubber stamp on the side that lets you know the lot you're getting the color in that alone is like a candy swirl mm-hmm. and and just his idea to like i want to distinguish each one of these to have their own identity but i also want to put my flair on it just like that candy swirl like a uh, logo on the side his his very obscure but somehow complementing selection of the two tones that are going to layer on these other two tones uh the sample style tongue with the it with the inner filler exposed um so the ones that attracted me like crazy were the ones that were a little more unique like the the asphalt with the light green or mint green Mm -hmm. the pink with the with the purple um the yellows and and the orange or the orange purple like and but they had to be the hairy leather and i still don't have one of those I'm working on yeah, working on getting one. I'm working on trading some stuff to get one. Uh, but those just the impact of I've never seen a shoe release in my life that's ever done that at once. Just no, I haven't either. But I, yeah. I and I don't even know how I didn't get access. Like I'm like, I kind of feel gypped because there's people who like didn't have their account as long as me and got access. And I'm like, dude, I have my account for like 15 years and I got no access. So I yeah. felt a certain type of way about that, but he released 50 shoes in a short short amount of time all subtly different all sold out all impossible to get unless you like you're botted up i don't know you got your plugs you got your back doors whatever but just that he was already doing so much and was still like i'm gonna drop 50 models and release them in like a very like short short span it's of like, time like a month or yeah something like that 50 models of shoes and it was and like surprise drops they were all surprise yeah. drops and just just the impact the approach the method the execution the style the the attitude behind it the vision behind it i think it's just no contest for me that was the number one release and i think in terms of how shoes are released in the future it's going to be hard to top that yeah i don't think anybody can yeah well my number one is those amen manyar for more i'm a manier i'm a man yes yeah those threes uh sneaker of the year hands down i don't as soon as that shoe dropped i was like sneaker of the year i had 50 people try to get them for me and still ended up with nothing so that's the sneaker of the year um that whole vibe of like, I don't know. I think it's more because I like that color a lot too. Um, I do like a burgundy and that, that burgundy and that cream combination. It's, mm. I think it looks really good together. And I think especially on a shoe that's usually leather to make mm. it uh, partially suede. Like I said, now one thing I will say, that's one of the shoes that I highly covet that I haven't seen in person. But um I, I would like to see it in person just to like signify or solidify, excuse me, that this might be the sneak of the year. But for me, it's a sneak of the year based off what I've seen so far. Uh, sneakers picture on feet, um, but it's a super dope shoe. A lot of burgundy accents. Um, and then they're coming out with, they came out also with a Jordan one and then they're coming out with a Jordan two. Um, so they're doing a lot of big things. And I think, they're going to be like that collection. Like you have to covet, like you want to get all of them. Yeah. Like, like I see a lot of people doing that now with the PSG models. So, um, so that's our top, top five. Um, 
number one is the Virgil 50, just the, the, the furry leathers. And then I got the, the threes. Um, so I think we could transition. Let's bring them down a little bit. So with the best, it has to be the worst. <laughs> so what's the, I guess since you led, I'll lead with the worst sneaker of the year. Okay. Um, I think they dropped the ball on this. I think they could have did a lot of dope things. Um, it's a model. It's a, it's a silhouette that's very close to my heart. Being somebody who's from the DMV, this shoe is like very like near and dear to our hearts. But the foam posit and Como de Garcon, I think they dropped the ball heavy on that shoe. Like yeah. they could have did so many other things. And it's like, it just didn't hit the mark for me. Like I, there's nothing about that shoe besides it being black that I like, like nothing. It had those spiral like yeah. um, foams on it. And I was just like, man, this shoe is not it. Like they really dropped the ball in a shoe that they really could have killed. Um, I think the foam allows you to go crazy and, they went there, but not in a good way. It was priced pretty high. Yeah, I think yeah. it was priced at like two fifty, two seventy five, or something like that. Wait, no, the the Como Garcia. No, that I I I recall it being like four fifty to five hundred retail. Really? Oh yeah. Unless it dropped in the past couple of weeks, but no, I remember when it because I considered buying the black one, mm -hmm. and I had it like in the cart, and when I saw the price, I was like. I'm not paying this. Like, yeah, not for this. And yes. I and I have just emptied my cart, so it was it was priced pretty high. And, yeah, and I just don't think the shoe is. I don't think it was. I don't think it was poorly executed. So, yeah, felt so like so. I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, do you want to go? I didn't put mine in any type of listing. I order. just have one. I just have one. Oh, a worse shoe. I, okay, just worse shoe. My worst shoe. Uh, I just did one. All right, I, I guess I'll 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 go for the the top king's head yeah. here because I got a few that I'm like just. Oh, you can name uh, all your three. Yeah, um, or your few. Well, a lot of these are collections. I just feel like anything that came out in these lines was just trash, and like I anytime I saw like the announcement, like first look on foot, I'm like, this should be the last time anyone ever sees this shoe. Like, it's just ugly. Like, why are these being released? The, the Westbrook line of Jordan. Oh, awful. Just, awful. I don't know what is happening. I don't know. Like, is there this a whole job? collection is bad. I, I had a pair of his what does, um, and I recently got rid of them at like cost. And now I have like no Westbrook shoes. Cause that was a one that I was like, oh, this is nice. And then just seeing all the other models that were being released around that, it made me not like my own pair more. So just the whole Westbrook line just needs a total revamp. Cause he's one of the best players we're ever gonna see in person. Like he's yeah. one of the best. And just seeing him not get the appropriate like shoe love. Footwear, yeah. Um, but he's not alone. He's not alone because I feel like whatever was happening, I don't know if there was like politics to it where he was people were trying to sabotage him because of his politics. But everything that came out Kyrie Irving wise in 2021, yeah. throw it away. Throw yeah. it away. And this comes from somebody that one of my favorite pairs of shoes um, is the Kyrie Effect 2. And one of my favorite releases 
is the Kyrie concept um, collaboration with the pink leather and yeah, the oil, yeah. mm-hmm. moisture reflecting logo and the all CNI bottom. Like one of the best like style, uh, unique identity shoes. And just seeing everything that came out in 2021 for Kyrie, I was like, Nike did not care about him. I think they sabotaged him. That's my theory. I can't prove it, <laughs> but but he's not. I mean, you can prove it with the way his release look. I was like, yeah. I agree, because Kyrie usually was like a fan favorite when it came to like kids and his stuff. Yeah, but they dropped the ball on his stuff majorly. I I completely agree. Um, they didn't do Kyrie any justice, and then the whole like. Propa- not propaganda, but the whole like social media war that came out where like yeah. he he was like bashing his own shoes and like yeah like and I'm like like yo you got to keep that in house I just think it's a bad look so Nike's yeah. like yeah we're gonna really do you bogus so yeah um, I so that's because of all those factors um, I think he was sabotaged mm-hmm. and I think whatever however strong he his beliefs are at the end of the day he's under contract. He is yeah. on a contract. It's like all this, like I'm a I'm my own person shit. At the end of the day, you sign the contract. You yeah. are a business person. You have to honor your contract. And there's penalties for you stepping outside of your contract. That's just the yeah. business world. And right. creative opinions don't matter when it comes to that. Once you sign, it don't matter. Right. Um, but I also I didn't nothing that LeBron released was it was just trash. And I'm trash, a big LeBron guy. And nothing that he released in the last year, in my opinion, was worthy of like a second look for me. Um, I'm just trying to think of that whole Space Jam collection. If there was anything worth talking. Oh, no. Ooh. Ah. Uh, no, never mind. It didn't come out <laughs> this year. Because there's only one thing I said. LeBron came out with an Air Force One, but it doesn't come out this year. I mean, it doesn't come out last year. It came out this year. It's coming out this year, so never mind. Yeah. No, like all his shoes look like like kids' toys. And I don't get it because like his early line, and now they're going to start treating yeah. him like the Kobe where they're re-releasing his classic shoes. Yeah. And I think it was like the LeBron 2 or 3 where I'm like a big fan of that colorway mm-hmm. or that model. And they're so cool. And like, as soon as those get re-released, I'll buy them. Yeah, I have a pair of LeBrons nearby the Bow Nose LeBrons that I that I enjoy. So I don't hate anything LeBron. I'll say this: Did you see? Just a side note: Did you see that Adidas is coming out with like the LeBrons that he wore in high school, the St. Vincent St. Mary's? Uh, the T Max. Yeah, the T Max and the I did the, the, the the 2G Pro models, and I'm like, dang. Adidas trying to capitalize on Bron yeah. too. I wonder so, if and it, then they come uh, out with the old Kobe's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the the old Kobe's. I'm debating getting. I'm debating getting the old Kobe's. I think they got to do the other ones. I like the crazy eights. I don't like the other the very first ones. I like the crazy eights the most. I think that's the best. I think that's one of the best top three Kobe shoes. Period. But yeah. that's a but people will argue with me on that. They love Kobe and Nikes. I got those ones that look like soap bars on your feet. I have the ones that look like the Audi, the little Audi car, the silver, yeah. all silver. I got those still. So I have that model, but I have like the minty green, like speckle ones. Mm-hmm. And I guess like, no, I guess it was a very limited like release of this version. Cause like when I look it up, no one's selling it. And yeah. so it was, but it exists. It was just right. a very non sought after version of this shoe. I think 
they look great. So they're definitely still in my closet. I'm going to be keeping those. I think that's where we differ. At. <laughs> those yeah. shoes are horrible. These, these so are different. Horrible. You have the silvery, shiny ones. Yeah, I, those... I don't like anything silvery, shiny well, or gold. Shil- I, 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 I do. Because remember when um, Tim Duncan came out with that Nike, that uh, that Proposit? That was, that was pretty dope. So, Tim and then I think it's like Tim, just put Tim Duncan Nikes. Like, those are fire. I mess with those. Up tempos, I think. They're like an up tempo or something like that. I can't remember the exact, the Tim Duncan Nikes. Because it was him, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett's Nikes were tough too, but I digress. Did, did Garnett only do a Nike line? Why, why am to- I thinking? He went to Nike, then he went to Adidas, then he ah, went to, yeah. I think he went to Anta. He did okay. the Anta too, so he did that. He went that route, because I know I remember his Adidas, and then Tim Duncan went to Adidas, and his we wore those in college, and his Adidas was terrible. <laughs> so we switched the whole, like the whole team switched, yeah. and like coach was like, nah, we're going to Nike because of that, so. Yeah. Um, who My you brother got? had the Garnets. yeah, okay. I remember those, the Nike yeah. Garnets. yeah. So what was it? Co- okay, so who's the company of the year for 2021? And then we'll call it a wrap after that. 2021 company of the year. Uh, just based on, I think it's just a no-brainer. Uh, for me, in terms of impact, wearability, look factor, demand, uh, I, for me, it was Nike. Mm. Nike, yeah, for me, it was Nike. Um, but I mean, there's honorable mentions too. So that's a, that's a hard one to answer. Uh, cause I, I loved everything new balance was putting out too. That that's my answer. I'm going to yeah. go with new balance because I feel like new balance for what they put out, they put out a lot of quality. They yeah. didn't go with quantity. They were with quality. They had people that may not necessarily be nationally recognized, hmm. uh, blow up. I think they put a model like a dad, the dad type model, they made it insanely cool. Um, like they're essentially their version of the dad shoe. I think they put like a lot of spins on it and everyone was pretty much fire. Um, the price point is affordable. Yeah. The, resellab- the resellability is there. Um, I think the impact, I think they just continue to just gain this momentum because you got to think there was a time where like only like old people were rocking new balances, you know? Yeah. So like for them to come back and be really heavy in the streetwear culture and heavy in the sneaker culture, like how they did, I think they surpassed Adidas in terms of likability for a sneakerhead. Obviously they're not passing Adidas in terms of sales, but if you had to go head to head with Adidas and new balance outside of Kanye, I think it's no, I think new balance beats them. Yeah. And then um, also my last thing with new balance is that they did something that I've never seen anybody do, which is they gave a, a shoe to a sports agent. So like Rich Paul, LeBron's agent, Clutch Sports has a shoe and it's fire. Like, so I just think they, I think they, I think they won 20. I think to me, I think they've won the last two years. They won in the pandemic and then I went in again this year. Um, 2022, we'll see. What's his agent's name? Rich Paul. Let me look at that. That's interesting. That is that is very that's very unique. Like to yeah. give an agent a shoe, yeah. like that's pretty cool. And then 
to give an agent a shoe of a guy who's you know is a known associated with LeBron, Nike's probably biggest biggest guy, and to a New Balance like we don't care, we still want to give you a shoe. I think that takes huge balls, huge yeah. balls, because he could have easily went to Nike and asked for that, and he probably would have got it. Yeah, that's wild. That's, yeah, so yeah, I think that's kind of make you it makes you think about the politics and like these endorsements. Yeah, yeah, because I think if he's not LeBron's guy, I don't think he gets that deal, but I think LeBron told him to go get that money. Yeah, I think so too. So um any any last insights in terms of this year recap? Yeah, I could do a quick two honorable mentions. Um, on the Adidas side, like I said, they got a lot of work to do. I agree with your assessment of most of what they make it off court, not not so much so. But Bad Bunny did a collaboration with Adidas. I like his, I like his stuff. I like what he the did. The Forum Low, super comfortable. A lot of modularity on the shoe for laces. Um, this double patch you can rip off the tongue if you want less padding. If you skateboard and you're a fan of Adidas and you don't care about messing these up, this is a perfect skateboard shoe. Otherwise, it's just super comfortable. Noted, um, noted. And uh, we talked about these guys earlier, um, so I'll give them a shout-out in terms of also uniqueness. Um, undefeated, like you oh, said. If, yeah. If, if something's undefeated, they would cop it. So this you, is, should have just said undefeated. It should. It should. And I, I was lucky enough to get one of these. I think they kind of played off of I off-white virgil stuff and the exposed i like those exposed i like that man i like that on all the shoes i do too it looks great oh there's that hairy leather the hairy leather yep that's the hairy leather yeah so um but also just the combination where they're like how else should we layer this shoe how about blue snakeskin blue snakeskin on the toe box and just this like egg egg white yellow just egg cream like type of midsole with the purple it's just it's a wacky shoe that somehow works so mm -hmm. shout out them dunks were everywhere this year so i didn't want it to cloud my list too much but i did did think that this one deserved a little shout out okay yeah other than that no man i think uh i think we covered what was good what sucked <laughs> i know what we, i uh, know i know for me my last take is i'm glad that neither one of us put like Jordans that have been released like three or four times. Like I didn't want to see cool grays on my list. And I, I didn't like seeing cool grays on a lot of people's lists. Um, yeah. I think a cool gray is a cop out. Like mm -hmm. you're not trying. Um, everybody knows cool grays are what they are. They are what they are. Like you don't need to put them on your top 10 list for them to have validity. So I didn't think that was necessary in a lot of the lists I've seen from other um, sneaker influencers. Um, and 2022, I guess right. my takeaways, I want to see Adidas really try to make a strong run at some other people and really try to make their basketball the next level um, with the athletes that they're bringing in, like a Jalen Green and those type of guys. Like, hey, mm -hmm. like really make those guys like creators in your process. Like let those guys be like, hey, Jalen Green's a very fashionable young man. Make him like your Kanye with that basketball. Like Jerry, like bring him along, man. Let, let yeah. him go crazy on his shoe. Because you guys haven't, I think this is to Adidas, you guys haven't made anything that I've seen that people want to wear besides off on the court. And right. I think that's their challenge in 2022. You have to find one shoe that people really want to just wear. And they don't have that. They never had that. I think the closest thing they have is like the superstar. And that was what, 50 years ago. 
Yeah, so and it doesn't so, change much. No, it doesn't. No. So I think Adidas has to do more. And then what I want to see Nike is, I want to see Nike like really push the envelope. Like Nike, I think is getting in this comfortable place where like, okay, we're just going to keep beating up these same silhouettes. Right. Like, I want to see you guys go, go, like have a classic, like have a news classic. Like I want to see Nike establish a new classic this year with a silhouette. Um, whether it be, I don't know, like, hey, when is it going to be like, I remember that year when they came out with the Roush run that changed the game. So I think I, I think I need to see another year like that from Nike where like they come out with a shoe that has a significant impact, like a Roush run or like a, like a Presto, something like that, yeah. where it's like, well, we never seen that. Nike's got some up their sleeve. Well, I thought it was going to be the flyies and that seemed like the initial run of the electric car. It was here yeah. and then no one had it and it just disappeared. Like, right. So I don't know what politics are going on with the flyies, but I know that that was kind of a contender for something new, something that had yeah. benefits to humanity, especially people with disabilities and also people that just wanted a really comfortable shoot. They don't have to sit down and lace up for two minutes. A right. I think it was going to be a leisurely shoe. They just spin it that way too, like a leisurely shoe. And I think they should have came out with more though, so that there wasn't this high resale demand on them. I think Nike needs to do better with that. Like, Hey, put some shit out there so that people don't have these crazy resells so that people who want them can get them. You're right. Like, so, um, but that's my, my soapbox to end this episode. Uh, yeah. And give me your socials and let's get out of here. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, once again, I am gossip structure spelled as is both words together gossip structure if you want to follow me in terms of comedy and you're on tiktok it's renee r-e-n-e comedy uh and you can find links to all my other stuff from there that's the quickest consolidated way to be in touch with me hey, hey. and you can find me at c underscore hollows h-o-l-l-o-w-s um find me at house of trade inc uh, and then also you can find us at kicksofthetrade.podcast check us out new episodes coming soon yeah we'll see you next time see you next week kicks of the trade is hosted by Chris Holloway and Kelsey Cristiano our intro music is by MBHD Nick and our outro music is written and performed by Brett Epps beat is produced by the Hit Bureau We're mixed by Mick Garcia and produced by Nightport Media out of Denver, Colorado.